This is the Power Pies Podcast. My name is Sarah of Underground Crowds. We hit Bible topics, smash book studies, punch out some songs here and there, and light up his word to strengthen our souls. Thanks for listening. Okay, let's get started. Today we are on the fourth chapter of 1 Timothy. My rabbit's going to make some noise right on time. So let's pray. I'm this cold. This is the end of the second week on it. Um, Mother's Day. Just sit here and whine. Well, let's pray. Lord, I pray that you teach us what you have for us today and that we would bow our hearts to your word. Um, this is a practice that um, um, all of us need to be in the habit of, of. And Paul is laying this out for Timothy, even as a leader, as someone that he has chosen to stay in Ephesus, he's telling him that there's a pattern um, to follow when it comes to our walk with you. And uh, it's not about do's and don'ts, it's about relationship. And I pray that we would hone in on that truth today. In Jesus' name, amen. So I don't know if you've ever noticed, but when I don't do my devotions, my day is like, it is awful. Um, like nothing, nothing works out. And uh, as I ponder this, I am reflecting on the fact that if I believe that God is the author of life and that it is his plan that's in motion on this earth to try to wake up and order my day without like tying back into that like like radio signal is just messed up it just doesn't work out um so let's read uh yesterday we talked a little bit um about our um truth and tension um i forgot to mention uh, one of the main things that um as we were talking about yesterday when eve uh, gave in to the temptation um that the snake presented to her um it was her refusal to um walk in the tension that was there because he you know basically the snake was like hey god's holding out on you and if you eat of the fruit of this tree you're gonna be like him you're gonna know you're gonna be as smart as god basically it was a lie from pit of hell but you are gonna you are going to um have access to that thing that God is hiding from you. And so she couldn't, she obliterated the tension of this idea that God could say no to something and still be good. Uh, is this familiar or what? This is for, this is like parenting 101. God, our parents can still say no and mean no, and be good. Um, I have a feeling, you know, we've got generational, I mean, it's not just this generation, so don't go beating yourself up, but the, the 
for a long time, we have been uh, demolishing these tensions in raising of our kids. Our kids, the first sign they, well, you don't love me, and, and we're like caving. We don't understand way back in Genesis 3 how God laid down this tension for us to understand that he can say no and still be good. You don't need that. I have your best interests at heart. You don't have to, here's the thing, you don't have to understand my no. Did she fully understand why God said no to the knowledge of good and evil? No, obviously not. If she did know, she would have said, no, thank you, snake. We don't have to know why God said no. We don't live in that day and age. We have to know. And we not, not only that, we have to emotionally believe that it is good. And that's just false criteria. Because why? And we all know this, our emotions change. So we can be emotionally attached to this concept of good and it's not even good. Or right. Because we're refusing, like we talked about yesterday, to walk according to the word. Let the word inform us. Start our day, Sarah, in scripture. Get on the page. Get to the radio station. Get up in line. Front of the row. Whatever it takes. My brother used to say, or he says, that he hated high school because the kids didn't want to be there. And so you'd sign up for this class that you're really genuinely interested in, you know, auto mechanics or whatever. And all the kids are screwing around and they're making fun of you because you seem to be interested in what is going on. He said, I hated high school. It was all about who's who, what's what, what sport team you're on. And there's no substance. There's no acceptance of kids that, you know, might be a little nerdy, might be, you know, totally into this thing. There's no, just, you're in one slot. Or you're out. This is, this is what you have to be for us. Who can, no one can live that way. First of all, it's not criteria that the Lord endorses. Why? Why? Because he created us so unique and so special that even we are discovering what he can do with the gifts that he has given us on a daily basis. If we get on the page. How is a fellow 16-year-old in your high school going to know what you are about when you don't even know what you are about because your God is just way too creative and way too knowledgeable about who you are. That, you know, the math is not going to work out for that peer that you have that thinks you're a nerd because you're interested in this thing. Matt's not going to work out for him. You can try to explain it. Wait. We have to be okay. So Timothy's in this 
It's just, I, I just get the feeling the way Paul's writing this letter is that Timothy is like a fish out of water. He A, wants to be someplace else. B, is stuck with a bunch of people he's just not too sure about. Is that you right now? It's me right now in, in a lot of senses. Just what is this place? And Paul's writing a letter to someone who is trying to, to do the right thing. And he's probably not fully understood, high schooler. He's probably not totally sure how God's going to use his gifts in this particular area. This is exactly what this chapter is about. And so Paul is telling him, lean in, lean in. Yes, you are the leader. Yes, I'm asking you to stay there, but I'm asking you also to keep up this walk. Let's read. In pointing out, we'll start at verse 6. In pointing out these things to the brethren, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, constantly nourished on the words of faith. And of sound doctrine, which you have been following, but have nothing to do with worldly fables, fit only for old women. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. I mean, I thought Timothy's already read. That's why he's got them. That's why, you know, Paul's just keeping him in Ephesus because he's a rut. No. 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 I don't care who you're looking at on that pastoral platform. No one is arrived. And anyone that steps off walking in the way is prone to all manner of sin. None of us None of us are exempt. None of us are arrived. And so Paul's encouraging you today in this chapter, high schooler, don't let anyone despise your youth. It's okay that you don't know. I mean, I you know, I think my kids change what they want to be every day. It's okay that you don't know. It's okay that you don't fit in. It's okay that you're uncool, according to some peers. And your definition of cool is going to change tomorrow, so don't you worry about it. It's okay. There is one thing you have to worry about. Discipline yourself in the purpose. What's the purpose? I don't have a purpose there. I don't, I just don't know. Your purpose is godliness. You're faithful to wake up in God's word. You're going places. I don't care who says what, who thinks what, who's got you written down in their book of losers. You wake up in God's word every day. You are going places.
and you align your way, like we talked about yesterday from Psalm 119. How can a young man keep his way? By guarding everything he does in that way with God's truth. Oh, does that line up with scripture? Does that line up with scripture? Does that line up with scripture? It's that sort of thing. You're going places. I don't care who sees it, who doesn't see it. For bodily discipline is only of little profit, but godliness is profitable for all things. Since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. On this earth and up there. It is a trustworthy statement deserving of full acceptance. Don't halfway accept what God has for you in this walk with Jesus Christ. Be all in. Do the whole thing. <laughs> Give your whole heart. You can trust him. I wish if I, I would say these very words to myself if I could as a 16-year-old, 17-year-old, 18-year-old. These same words. You can trust him. Guard your way. Discipline yourself and God. For it is for this we labor and strive, because we have fixed our hope on the living God, who is Savior of all men, especially of believers. Peace out. Again, thanks for listening. Catch the next part of this series, usually Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You can also find Underground Crowds on Twitter, Patreon, Bandcamp, or undergroundcrowds.com.